They should bring armories back, I think. Like, you can't, I don't think you should just have a gun. Yeah. Like, I think there should be like a no, designated place. Like, your gun is here. If you yeah, need your it. gun is here. Like, well, it's but not- here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing about that. Cause the reason I still think in terms of local, cause for instance, we live in a city, an urban city. We don't have to deal with much wildlife. Mm-hmm. I can't tell the motherfucker living in Alaska dealing with polar bears that he has to go to an armory to get his gun and on the way to the armory get mauled by a wild animal, bro. <laughs> Is as funny as that sounds. A as funny as it is sounds, not getting stopped by a gun though. You use pepper spray for that shit, so it's like you have a better chance with an assault rifle to take out a gun than a. Than a, than a Ain't nobody got no spray. fucking AR-15 shooting at bears, bro. They don't I'm do out, that. If I'm out in Alaska, bro, <laughs> you bring an AK-47, <laughs> bro. To be honest with you, to be honest with you, bro, the way I feel about anywhere that I know is gonna have serious wildlife is like. Yo, it's me and the Thule. And the if you Thule? don't want if you don't want me and the Thule coming, I need to understand I need to understand why your wildlife's like this and what and what precautions you're going to take to protect me with your physical selves because I ain't doing no oh Mitch you have to no 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 no. Y'all are going to be there getting jumped by this kangaroo. Oh Mitch, I'm going to get jumped. Okay, cool cuz I can't bring my Thule. So because I can't have my Thule, you know what I'm saying? Who's going to be there to protect me from the wildlife with their physical frames? So the armor idea, I think, would work in certain places. Like if you live in the city, for example, for whatever, if we were ever to decide to be an open carry state, which will never happen. But yeah, you only open carrying. Who, New York? Yeah. Holy shit. New York armory state, your gun's not allowed on your your premises or with you. It's at the armory. And then if if it's like, if we ever went into some like DEFCON 5 situation... And like, there has to be a button that allows a person to access their weapon if, if we're ever, for whatever reason, dealing with some like home front war shit. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah, that's what. But that's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just like you can't just have like a gun. <laughs> anyway, this is America. If if you just tuning in, I'm your host Logan. And this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my best friend. Damn. Wow. Did I just fuck that up for the first time in 54 episodes? I'm here with my best friend, Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch. Don't you fuck up my name ever again. (laughs) Glad we had this talk. Let's keep moving. Good to see everybody. You got the toolie? Love y'all. Yeah, I got the toolie. You ain't got no fucking toolie. I ain't got no fucking toolie, but you know, you put me on the spot, so I wanted to be cool, so I got the fucking toolie. Got the fucking toolie on me. Like I fucking told that. Got the toolie on me right now. I always know who got the toolie and who don't. That's why I be talking the way I be talking. That's why you don't know I got the toolie. Nah, I know you ain't got no toolie. Remember I told that dude? He was like, you bet. (laughs) First of all, who says this? If you got a gun. When has anybody ever said this? You better watch out before you get blast back. Like, nobody ever said no shit like that. That's how I knew he ain't had no gun. Back when we was in college? Yeah, the, I said, blast back? Cliff. With what? <laughs> <laughs> Rubber band, what you got? <laughs> the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Ew, so stupid. I forgot all about that. Forgot... Oh man, <laughs> and Logan's the same dude who, if if that dude had just been dumb but actually did have a gun on him, just get blasted and be like, "Oh, 
shit. Okay, well, that's what. <laughs> yeah, I that's what. Shit. Damn, Mitch, I'm bleeding. I'm just like, look, just like, damn. Hands up, like, fuck, shit. I ain't. Like, I ain't. I don't. Like, he's like, you want some? Nah. No, 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 no. I see what. I see what. <laughs> I see what. <laughs> that's damn. I done seen it. God damn. <laughs> Some but dudes, yeah. some dudes is built different, Mitch. I'm different. <laughs> yeah, you you sure you sure shape different with them holes in you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Swiss different. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't know if that's a good state to live in, but <laughs> mm. mad holy. <laughs> uh, uh, oh man. Anyway. <laughs> If you like the show, share the show. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, w- Twitter, wherever. You can find us on Twitter, but we don't be doing shit on Twitter. But find us there anyways. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You got to I'm here to this. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> now, why would he even be on that? Like... Mitch is showing me this video of this dude on a fucking skateboard. You're like, get go home. It's a kid. How do you fall like that and not and not put your hands out to stop you? (laughs) It's not even like it's the the ramp is paved, so you're not even gonna you're not gonna really scrape yourself. And most get your burn. You don't even try to. Anyway, this was just funny. We we are having too much fun right now. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways. yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. If you like to share, share the show. Uh, oh yeah, follow the show on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, and give us a review if you can. Um, shout out to everybody who listens on the regular, and shout out to all our new listeners. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I hear every day you got just more people. So like that means Woo! you guys are sharing the show. You guys are actually listening to the show. I make a joke about sharing the show, but I think you guys are actually doing it. It's, now it's making me nervous. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, oh shit, people going to hear this shit? Um, how are you doing, Mitch? Better. Yeah. I, I realized that. I, I've stopped asking you how you are. You know? Yeah, and the reason I haven't really noticed because I'm okay without, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, uh, better, you know, therapy mm. is helping a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got to working again, helping a little bit, okay. you know, I'm running into some new opportunities, helping a little bit. Okay, all right. You know, better. Not where I want to be yet, but better. This summer does seem better. Well, I'm always better in the summer because the weather and I'm like, mm. when I'm not freezing to death and not going through winter, you know, depression, more sunshine, healthier people. My, one Me of my included. goals is definitely to get you out more in the winter. I see no, that. No, it's, yeah. it's not happening. I'm going to get you a nice coat. I'm going to get you real. I'm going to get you outside. I, you know, I like the tenacity you're bringing and, mm. you know. I know you want to do that, so best of luck to you. Because I don't, I'm not, I don't come out throwing it, but um, best of luck to you. I know you don't. Hibernation. No, 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 no. You will never see me. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> yeah, no idea where that came from. But the, anyway, the, the winter wasn't that bad. I think you just like being a baby, to be honest. Like you it was, haven't been through a bad winter yet, Logan, but it was a good true. winter, and you weren't outside. It wasn't like a good one. It was. A, it was. It just wasn't a horrible winter. But you know, yeah, I don't go out during the winter. Like it got all like in January it got all winter wonderlandy. Like it was nice. What the hell is a winter wonderland? All I know is winter hellscape because that's all winter is. Yeah, all the snow came for like three days. It was nice. You mean all of hell's frozen tears? Yeah. The only good thing about winter is the bugs go back to hell where they belong. Yeah, that's I love that. That's the only that's and that it is great. That is the greatest thing ever. But what's the up these thing? fucking flies on the trees? Like you be walking down the street, <laughs> don't laugh because you know it's true. Nats you be walking, and shit, there's, yeah. and it's a certain type of tree here that I noticed that just got fucking flies. You're the only one who be paying attention to shit like that. But <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad because you know you need people paying attention to shit like that. That's what scientists are for. So I'm just like, I just I have no idea what you're talking about. So I was like, damn, you really do be paying attention. Shit's crazy. <laughs> I thought I was observing, but goddamn. And I just walking around this because this means you're just walking around looking at trees. This man literally, he had to see the flaws on the tree. Was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna get down to the bottom of this shit. <laughs> fucking notebook. <laughs> like, what the notepad. fuck? June second, two thirty-two p.m. So I don't know why they keep putting these trees here, but the one on you know Crosby Street seemed to have a swashful amount of these flies. I don't know yet where they're coming from, but this is tree number four. Logan signing off. I don't know it why I like wrote that. myself signing off, but it's, signing it off. It is like that, though. It's, <laughs> it really is. Because you want to know, like, literally what happened was I was walking down the street, like, going to work when it started getting warmer out. And there was this tree, like, the tree's low-hanging, and I always got to duck under trees because of my hair, you know? Like, my hair is big, so, like going under trees it's like i could get snagged if i don't if i don't duck right. right so like i'm ready to go under but as soon as i go under i just got a face full of flies i'm like what the fuck is this shit and i was like okay okay springtime bugs coming back then i walked down like maybe two blocks and it's another tree but it's the same type of tree and it's full of flies again and i'm like my face is full of flies again I'm like what the fuck is this shit so now I'm a, I'm like observing this. Like yes. every day I'm walking now. Now I'm walking purposefully to these trees to be like, okay, the flies are on this side of the tree. <laughs> They're not on this. So I like walk around. But now I don't even walk on that side of the street anymore. But like I was just like, what the fuck is up with this? Like, why do y'all have trees? Like this is the, I you know what my real <laughs> you know what my real problem is with the fucking city is that like in my mind the city is just like a concrete hellscape like so like it shouldn't be any like fucking life like in there except for like the wow. people like That's why like, there are trees in there because it's a concrete hellscape <laughs> I know like get rid of them I don't want them no I, gone like put him back no, in the park. No, it's also for air quality. Logan for mayor. Mean. Logan for oh, mayor. Oh my god! <laughs> I bet you I'd be Eric Adams. Like <laughs> at this point, at this point, I think anybody could beat Eric Adams. I was thinking about him today. I was like, I wonder what he's doing. Like it was like, because <laughs> like, he just be out, like going to clubs and shit. And then we just do we like 
get bored of like reporting at him at the club. I feel like he's still there. Are you supposed to report mayors at the club? I mean, there was like every like every time he was out, like they would like have a story and be like, you know, this is this is what your mayor is doing. Like, oh, really? just like yeah. <laughs> and so see, that's my thing with being like a politician or like a public official, because then people expect you to be the person who doesn't do like stuff like clubbing. Oh, mayor was out of a strip club. Me personally, I'd be like, all right, that's the mayor's business. Now I mean, is shit being ran right? Honestly, yes. To because, be honest, like, like, cause like mayor offices hours are over. Like it's you like, know what I'm saying? It's Yo, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, now, now can we, can we ask the real questions? Did the nigga pay to pave the fucking streets? Cause that's my problem. <laughs> Like, cause you won't pull up the strip club. Like, I pull up the strip club, be like, all right, nigga, like, yo, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. Hey, 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 Candy, bring your ass over. I need, cause I'm mad at this. So, nigga, is he gonna pay these roads or not? <laughs> yo, listen, Mitch, come on, bro. Like, all right, you understand? I'm out right now. Ours is no, cause you out right now. And I noticed on the way here, I ran into a pothole. So, Several. what's going on? <laughs> you said, whose hey. money you spending right now? First off. <laughs> He said, hey, a pothole. Like, do you live in Brooklyn? Like, yeah, yeah I know. damn. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, the like whole street is the pothole. Like, the whole, the whole, all the way down. And, you know, it's so hard to, because shutting down streets, like, congests everything. So it's, mm -hmm. like, so crazy. It's just getting, we got to figure out, we're going to have to become more efficient, bro. Like, city life, people have to Maybe understand. Maybe they need to go back to cobblestone. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I mean, it just, it lasts though. Like, that is the it thing. It lasts. It fucking lasts. Those yeah, cobblestone streets in there. from like fucking 1800s. Bro, you like, go to Rome, like, they rose just like, just like, yo, chilling. So, I mean, but it's not exactly comfortable. And driving over that technically is worse for you because all the do 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 do. Mm. So, if we could figure out some way, some method. <laughs> To smooth it out, that would be dope. But like, I like walking on cobblestone, though. Like, it's no, we're not talking about walking. Very therapeutic on my feet. We're not talking about walking. Walking, it isn't the issue. But imagine being in a horse-drawn carriage. All it is is do do do. And imagine being in a car. Now, if your car has the best shocks in the world, probably not the biggest deal. But yeah. the average person's shocks ain't like that. Mm. I mean, yeah, okay. No, I mean, hey, man, I'm down. But Logan for mayor. <laughs> we should be investing in how to make city life more sustainable, though, because more and more people are living in cities. It's like the progression of a town. You always keep building, mm -hmm. unless you're in a town that, for whatever reason, would it need to, but you're always building, expanding, because more people are coming about, and eventually you kind of become a city. So, Do you think New York is becoming nicer because the New Yorkers are leaving? No. Hmm. Like, just as many New Yorkers are staying, and there are New Yorkers also coming back, so, like... There is a big panic about, like, New Yorkers leaving New York, I notice. Like, they Like, like people want to make, like, content about it. Like, it's like... like And, like, New Yorkers do talk about it. They talk about, like, how people left New York to go to places like Florida and yeah, Georgia. I mean, and that's the, the places, typical you know? story, to be honest with you, but that's, uh... You know, that's a progression in itself you want to talk about. The progression mm. of a New Yorker is you live in your town, work until retirement, then go retire in Florida. That's true. Like, I do, I would definitely, like, buy property back home. Like, or after making a good yeah, amount of money like, here. You're like, yeah. like, it's like, don't get it wrong. If you're, if you're really wealthy, living in New York might be, like, fun. You know what I'm saying? But if you're not... 
there are better places to live, realistically yeah. speaking. The best part of New York is the culture, not the buildings. Yeah, let's, that's true. Let's not let's not mistake. Let's not make any mistake. The best part of New York City is the culture and how much you can get here and how much you can do here because mm-hmm. of that. But and it does look good in terms of the architecture, but in terms of living space, if we're talking mm-hmm. about space, yeah, wanting to have space to like run in and frolic in, nah, mm, nah. that's not what New York is keen on. No, I mean, thing about New York is New York is it's like its own little playground in well a way. new york city we gotta yeah, be specific because like well, ups- you can like you can space find, did, space did, upstate upstate's very nice in mm. terms of like space long island is okay mm. depending on part when you go out east you'll find more space but you'll also find uh more racism <laughs> depending, <laughs> depending on where you're at yeah depending oh, on where you're at for real, for real so but yeah and new york city is just too urban the way like uh, New York racism is set up is so funny to me because like it's very, I feel like it's more blatant, like more, I don't know, honest, really? you know, like okay. you just tell, you could tell like who <laughs> just don't like who you. don't fuck with you. Yeah. Like this Chinese person hand, handed me something the other day, right? Yeah. What is it? But they handed it to me like, <laughs> like, like I was like diseased. Oh really? I can't say that. <laughs> and I was like, "This is some old school racism." Like, this right? Is, yeah. This is like some dark times racism. Like, like damn, what the fuck China? is this shit? I was like, mm, "Okay, <laughs> right?" Like, I don't even know what to say or do about it. Like, East I'm from Asians the- are known for that thinking. Like, we may carry disease. Or yeah, I know. Like, I was just like, like I was like, "All right." So, like, but like racism in the South, the way it's set up, is like. White people and like whoever else might feel a way about you, they'll talk to you. Hell, they even like make you dinner and shit. And it won't be poison. But at the end of the day, like, like you're not you're not gonna be able to get with my daughter though, Tyron. Yeah, you're not gonna give with my daughter. But do you wanna start on the varsity football team? Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's a good deal, you know, you go to college, you know what I'm saying, make your way to the NFL, boy. Wouldn't you like that, boy? We have we have a good year this year with you on our come team. On, boy, come on, boy. I know that's what you want, boy. Boy, 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 boy. Let's uh Oh yes. Let's have a Pride uh, month topic. Because Pride month topic. Yay. Um yeah. As always, happy Pride Month. Happy you Pride know. Month. Happy Pride Month. Yay. You know what happened to me uh just last week? What? Um there is all I it was so funny because last week I said that I wanted to go to like a pride parade or something, you know, during the month because like we're in New York and why not? Are you always trying to do parade this shit? tourist ash. Well, Pride, pride isn't for tourists. Don't get me wrong, but it's just you always trying to do these things that tourists usually want to do if they come here. We live here, Logan. But if you never do it, no pride. Well, pride actually, I wouldn't mind going to. Pride sounds fun, but I'm sadly working the day up. So, what day is it supposed to be? I believe it's supposed to be like the 26th. I don't even Let know what that is. Calendar. I know we went straight to the cal- wow. We were New Yorker, New Yorkers. Now it's Sunday. a Sunday, so it could be that Saturday, the twenty fifth, maybe instead. I think at least that's what I was hearing. But um, mm. yeah, gonna be working. 
You know what's funny? Last episode you said uh, the A in LGBTQ plus IA means ally, and I didn't catch it. And it doesn't oh, mean no, ally. That's what, I, that's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> no, hell no. Because you were like, what a horrible ally. And I was <laughs> no, like, oh, yeah. Hey. I was like, oh, shit. No, yeah, because you're a horrible ally, but like not because. Is it is it asexual? Yes, it's asexual. Oh, uh, it's yes. for asexual. That yeah. makes sense. Good, good job. Yes. Good that's job. because I actually know about the people that. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. I just, you know, I'm dumb sometimes. <laughs> it sucks. To, it sucks to just be dumb sometimes, Anna. It's like you can be one of the smartest people in the room, but you know, if you just dumb sometimes, <laughs> don't matter. Yeah, no matter. <laughs> like, that's so true. Like, because I could have put together that that a made that a meant asexual, but I don't know. Maybe I was high at the time, and just like my brain was just like, nah, you can't think right What's now. What's I mean? Shit, that's slowing me right now. A is asexual. I intersexual but no i think you're right again holy shit but i, I don't really, know no, intersex. i think it is intersex oh really that's cool um we have to look this up yeah no we do that, we should definitely know this meaning to the googles here it is um it is intersex holy shit good job mitch uh all i have to say is that i really care it just so happens that i was having a dumb day <laughs> and thought hey, it was for <laughs> i really care you were you were the worst ally i have to say i really care i just really <laughs> i really do i really do but you'll never be able to tell and they'll probably be like we just can't stand him but he's the one like fighting off police. He's like, "Why do you guys put up with him?" And then there's a video of me like fighting off five Fight police off a transgender woman. Like, Get the fuck off her, bro! <laughs> and they're just like, <sighs> he just likes it. They don't do that anymore, though. They don't like the police. Not blatant. Nah, the police think. don't like. But I do anymore. hear like transgender women can be given a hard time. Transgender men, I think, get it a little easier because you know patriarchy and. Mm-hmm misogyny and bullshit but transgender women i hear can get it pretty hard sometimes although these days i don't think a cop would want to fuck up that bad because like like you know where uh damn it let me not even say this but like it'll be a serious problem yeah like because politically speaking like it's been causing lots of issues of a serious problem i feel like that's such a weird um hierarchy who the cops decide to fuck up and not fuck up. You know what I mean? It's weird that there's a hierarchy. But you know the level of social consciousness you have to have to, to know, be like, yo, I can no, fuck I, this I one up, entirely. but I can't fuck that one up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's what I Ain't mean. That some you know shit? what I mean? Ain't that some fucking shit? Like, because cops always act like they're not super woke, but technically- They pay attention. They're the wokest because of the fact that they know who to fuck up and not fuck up. They have you know conversations I mean? about it. <laughs> Literally planned. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> so you got to be careful how you treat this one and all that. Briefings and stuff like that, bro. So like, like I know, ain't that 90, some shit? They, like, they're even aware of like class intersections where they're just like, oh, this person has money. I can't fuck him up. Like, it's a lot. Like, cops, y'all are woke. And should do better, which means you should just, do y'all better. Y'all just using that information for evil. Look at you. Look at uh, yourself. Look at yourself. Thinking you wasn't woke when you was woke the whole time. And deciding to use it improperly. Mm. Interesting. Will everyone in the audience join me in a shaming? 
Shame that man. Shame. Good job. Shame. Good job. Shame. He's really giving him the business right now. Shame. Shame. This is deep shaming. Shame. He's an expert. Shame. Look at that. Shame. You can't get that anywhere else, ladies and gentlemen. Where else are you going to get like a professional shaming? Nowhere else except for the Milk and Toast podcast. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome, Mitch. <laughs> um, no, one thing I wanted to say was that like, maybe I'm out of turn for saying this. And everybody's like, oh, God. Well, but like, no, no. What I, I have, this is what I have a problem with. I feel like um, there's always this like this question that like gets uh, given to like, especially like cishet people, but especially cishet men, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, would you hook up with a trans person? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. And I think that's the dumbest, most nonsensical question that does not do anything to like help anybody. It's like a weird gotcha question. And it's like one of those weird gotcha questions, like would you date a black person or would you date an Asian person? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like, it tells you nothing about anything really. And it's just like a weird, like way to use like that person's Asian-ness or that person's blackness or transness. As like some type of weird talking point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't actually, it doesn't actually make that trans person safer. Cause like if I say to somebody, Hey, would you fuck this trans person? Like what is, like, how does that make that trans person safer? Especially if that person, uh, says no, or especially if that person says yes, just to not be, like socially shamed and then now you've put like more trans people in danger because you've forced like this person who does not like trans people Mm. into a position where they agree with some shit that just is not safe you know for trans people you understand what i'm saying or where i'm going with it well if you're trying to like why would you have the person who isn't sure how they feel about this thrust into a situation which could then become incendiary to both of them Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, for what reason? And it it feels like the question is really more like liberal bullshit, where it's just trying to figure out like who we can like say we're better than. Like to be like, oh, I have no problem going out with a trans person. Why do you? And it's just like, like it, like none of it is, it's all about the debate and it's not even close to like, the actual humanity of the person involved mm-hmm. you know this yeah. is what i mean like for example like if somebody says that like oh would you like do you hate logan or would you fuck him like what type of dynamic is that there is no dynamic. right right like that's really extreme right yeah it's like, do you hate him or would you fuck because it's, it's like wait like what? what does one have to do with the other well, no, but it's so you have to choose. And it's like, now imagine if you're a person without either of those feelings. So now someone's mm-hmm. like, yo, do you hate Logan or you fuck? For instance, the strangers like, yo, do you hate him or you fuck him or would you fuck him? And they're just meeting you. Yes. So the strangers like, so it is, wait, what do I hate or? 
So now I guess they could at least look at you and decide if they want to fuck you. But it's like, I don't know but them enough so to hate or like that's so dehumanizing to be like, would you fuck this person? Like, that's what we do just in regular. It's like, okay, it's what like cis people do to regular cis, like, just like cis relationships. Like, yeah. we do that all the time between each other, like heterosexual people do and it's toxic there and it's just like us bringing that nonsense outside of that you know outside of that you know and just putting that on trans people and i know that like there's trans people who might disagree with me and and might say that maybe that information is relevant to them i'm just saying that in conversations between other heterosexual and cis people like this is just like a utterly useless talking point. It's like just a, it's such a useless thing. And it's only used to use trans people in a way that I don't think is like healthy. I don't think it it's productive or healthy or anything like that. Like it, it, it really doesn't make no, never mind whether or not a, a cisgendered person would have sex with a trans pre- person because cisgendered people have sex with trans people all the time and then they murder them. So like it does not tell you anything about this person's allyship. It doesn't tell you anything about, you know, whether or not this person loves trans people or doesn't. It it doesn't tell you any fucking thing about it. And it's just your little like rhetorical argument because you don't really care about the people involved. You care about like sounding right in the topic, you know? And that's just something that I just wish people would stop doing. Like I hear that all the time and I just wish that wasn't a talking point anymore. I wish people would stop. I got, I understood what the initial maybe intention was behind it, but I think that it's, it's, it's worn out. It's, it doesn't it's not it's not something that that helps it just it just endangers people further i feel like to be honest i mean and, that's valid it's fair yeah. but i so my thing about it is it's just asking us any cisgender person if they would sleep with a transgender you know woman or man i just think is complicated because mm. we all have different ways we feel about it or aren't sure about how we feel about transgender men and women, how we would feel in a relationship with them. You know, people like to pretend that they don't. I'm not one of those people and I don't pretend at all. Mm. This isn't something I'm experienced with, used to. It's not how I was raised and not how I grew up. And I'm adapting to it as I imagine, you know, transgender people are adapting to try to express themselves as best as they can. Mm-hmm. You know, my job in the role, and I do find in my job, is, you know, to give them an environment and space where they can do that peacefully with right. no harm coming to them or right. harm coming to anyone outside of them. You know what I mean? So it's so it's, it's just so callous, mm. so ignorant just to be like, yo, would you sleep with that person? Because even when yeah. even when we're like asking you know regularly like would i sleep with that person it it depends on factors then you know what i mean in terms of what i'm seeing so that still applies in one sense but you know now it gets a little bit more complicated so it's just like why would you do that anyway mind you it's kind of immature to do that 
like like some locker room gossip type deal if mm-hmm. in the in the first place like are you interested yes or no if you are take the time to figure out if it would work if you aren't move along why do we need to make this like a, a thing right you know what i'm saying but no i, I agree with you in, in terms of being like a, a gotcha question it's like yeah Hey, are you a transphobe or not? And it's like, it's like, wait, just because I'm deciding who I want to sleep with has nothing to do with, you know, how I feel on a on a certain subject. You know what I mean? That's yeah. those. It's kind of two different things to me. It's how I feel about it. And I think it'd be annoying either way, like trans person, non-trans person, just like going about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's too callous. It's more complicated than that. Sex is complicated. People have sex with people. People have sex with people they hate all the fucking time. Like people have sex with black people that they don't even fucking like. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real, for real. Literally because they do it literally because they're black and because they don't like them. Like that is literally the story. Like it's just like you don't know anything about trans people. You don't know anything about sex. It feels like that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, that's really all I have to really say on it. Mm, but yeah. no, it is it it's a it's a crazy interesting world we live in, and you know people get uncomfortable by certain things. People feel comfortable around other things that might make other people uncomfortable. Man, it's mm. you know the point is to take your time figuring out what it is you want. Sometimes in the moment you may think you do, and maybe you don't, and maybe you just go along with things. You know, we've all been there. But, yeah. you know, I really think that as as we really come into the future, the point is to, like, really make it so that people aren't feeling, like, forced in anything. And if it and if it seems as if you're having to make efforts to force someone into something, it may be that time for people to realize, like, you got to let certain things go, even if you want it that badly. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that the hard way myself. I was like, just because you want something so badly doesn't mean you have the right to, like, force someone into wanting it, too. Yeah. And it don't work. <laughs> it takes two, sometimes three, yeah. but it takes two most of the time, you know? Um, <laughs> I hate when y'all don't laugh at me. Anyways. <laughs> and I hate when you're searching for pity. <laughs> I do do that a lot. You're right. Um, no, I was, I was going to say that, like, I didn't get to go to a pride parade yet. But it was so funny that, like, right after I said that, um, there was, like, a whole Pride event outside my window. Nice. Like, it was, like, they had a whole party Wait, and everything. What was this? I, I, was, I said that as if we Last didn't weekend. live in the same neighborhood. Last weekend. They had, like, <laughs> really? a whole fucking, yeah, they had, like, a whole. On that block? Like, a whole gay-ass jamboree in my backyard. Oh, your backyard, not the not the front no, street, no, though. No, okay, no, I was no, I no. was like, oh, we're, I was we're like, all the fucking OGs aren't like, yo, bro. I was like, just damn, damn no. underwear. So you know. have to understand. <laughs> I just almost got happy. I was like, damn, really? I was like, that's so great. I was like, that's so OG's great mad for the neighborhood. Progressive, yeah. Like, yo, OGs is mad progressive, bro. So I thought, like, damn, they conscious as fuck, right? Like, good for them. <laughs> God damn, that's so great. But I was about to say, but you said your backyard. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, no. I, yeah, I've been in your building. I mean, yeah, I was like, at first it looked like an interesting party. It looked like just like a regular party. And then, like, I was like, 
do I want to go to that party? Like Sarah just come back. And I didn't mind like, you know, just dipping my toes in like a little party and like, you know, come in, come in. I mean, it's like right there in the backyard. It's like right there. Like they like they're right there, right? And I felt like Nah, there's a lot of white people out there. Like, no offense. <laughs> Not even like, <laughs> but it was just like, it would look like boring. It just didn't look like they was doing Ooh. anything. Like, they looked like they were just standing around. They had music, but they didn't yeah. have food. And like, you know, it was a outfits. white people party. Like, it was like. But they had the outfits. They, they had, had the outfits because like, that's what it was about. No, they didn't even have really outfits on. It was boring. Like. Oh, they didn't have. So then how'd you know it was like a. A gay party? Yeah. Because later on, as the sun started going down, that's when some of the clothes started coming off. Oh, and then you started to see who was touching who when the clothes were off. So it was I like, see. Yeah. So it was what was like, happening in that backyard? <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. No, going dude, it dude, it was like, like that. yeah, it was a lot. Like, dudes is just, and then, like, at the end, like, the dude, I guess, who organized the whole thing. He he wanted to thank everybody from the DJ booth, and this is dude like he's he he definitely fit, like definitely worked out, but he's like stocky five six in his underwear, like laced underwear, like it's just nice, <laughs> nice. I'm like, yep, that's what this is. Like it's just like. Yeah, that's dude, what this is. He's like telling everybody, "Thank you for coming out." It's like this dude is his dick is on like the turntable, like he is scratching rep- records with the tip right now, and it's good just for like, good for him. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I, thought, I just thought it was the funniest thing. It was like thanking people to come out while your dick is out. It's just. Like, What makes him comfortable? <laughs> no, no, I'm not knocking him. I just think it's funny <laughs> being naked and like thanking a crowd. Like, yeah, thanks for seeing me. Like he had a sincere speech. Like it was a beautiful speech, but it was just like the amount of sincerity just like up the like the camp of, of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Right. I liked it though. It was funny. Um <laughs> anyways, happy Pride Month. Yeah. Happy, happy Pride. Pride Month. Be safe out there. That's what I really want to say. Is like be safe out there. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of weirdos out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like yeah, a lot of harmful people. Just be yep. safe. Don't do a lot of I don't like I'm not trying to victim blame, but like, you know, be take care of yourself is what I mean. Like just take care of yourself while you're out there. The, I, I never disparage anybody from having fun or going out with who they want to go out with or having sex with who they want to have sex with. But I, I, I do ask people to to be careful, be safe, you know, as much as you can. Like there's like, you know, some things you just cannot yeah. Guard against like it's, yeah, it's no, not it's you know that's it's that's true. why things happen you know yeah. but at the same time like be just be careful guys you know I I I love everybody uh, and I I want y'all to have all you all your mm-hmm. underwear parties I want y'all to have all all the good times that you got and I want you to live to see many more of them you know that that's that's just that's at the core of my my heart right now it's it's weird like that's that's what i got going on just let it happen yeah just let it happen just let the love come out no i don't think so um just let it happen (laughs) just just let a little bit happen (laughs) 
<laughs> Shut up. <ew. laughs> um, let's talk about gun control. Let's talk about gun control. We talked a little bit about it in the beginning of the show, but like the way I'm going to cut it, you didn't really say anything, but like, <sighs> all right. So everybody knows that in Texas, there was a shooter in, in New York. There was a shooter. Um, hell Buffalo. fucking on the train. There was a fucking shooter. That, yeah. Like just like three in like not even like a couple of months, like less than two months. Really? This is America. Like, there's been like three major shootings, like, and I think another one in uh, Kentucky or whatever. And for me, it's just the same old, like people saying the same old shit over and over again. We had Matthew McConaughey speak at the white house and that was a thing that happened. Um, trying to be nice about it i'm trying to be no yeah good and that's good and that's keep going keep going i'm sorry i'm sorry no i mean he delivered a speech from the heart and i i wish i could deliver a speech from the heart from the white house that's all i'm just saying but you know it's for a good cause it's a good cause and i'm not gonna (laughs) mitch leave me alone i'm not gonna disparage that you know um but even in his speech, like the 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 ideas and the prescriptions of like like background checks or like raising the minimum age of guns and stuff, and it's just to me, it just all seems very half measurey. Yeah. Like the problem, like is that the problem? Like my 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 problem is like, is this really the problem? Like if like like if anybody could just like get a gun in this country and then just decide that they're just going to shoot up a place, you know, like is the problem really that we don't have enough background checks or like, like I know we don't like really do that right now. And I think that's the point is that like, we don't do like what's the bare minimum, but at the same time, like my biggest problem with like the gun debate is, is the debate portion where like, People are like, oh, well, we should do this and we should do that. And then the other side is like, uh, no, nah, fuck you. Like, I like I like my guns. I'm going to keep my guns. Yep. And like nobody throughout the debate, like, and it's so weird because we'll have like a whole like massacre happen. And mm-hmm. like nobody says like, do you think like the Texas shooter ha- should have a gun? Like, like just ask them. Well, that is true. Yeah. You know, like, like put it in in simple terms, like, like, like somebody's five. Like, do you think the Texas shooter or the Buffalo shooter should have had a gun? Because like on one hand, either you got to say yes, I think everybody should have a gun. And then you're like, you're well committed to like the role of being an asshole. So like, good for you. You know what I mean? At least you're committed. Or on the other hand, you got to say no. And then it's like, well, you know, you obviously don't believe everybody should have a gun. So what's the problem when we say that, like, maybe not everybody should get one? 
Yeah. You know, maybe you shouldn't just like have it where like anybody can get one. Yeah. 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 So like, th- I think that's my main problem. It's not even that like nobody asks questions like that. It's just that like it feels like the whole thing is so defeated that like we're just like asking for like the bare minimum while children die, you know? Yes. Not all of them, because one girl did live. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Um, Happy for her. Uh, Blanking on the name right now. But she did survive. She's recovering, and we're going to wish her the best through what must have been the most traumatizing experience Mm -hmm. in her young little life. Yeah. But no, yeah, absolutely, man. Like, the fuck? (laughs) Cause yeah, explain to him like children, and should the Evaldi shooter had had should he had had a gun? The answer is no. Okay, so what are the steps we can do to prevent someone like that from having a gun? Is what gun control is about in the first place? Because you know that's mm. the funny thing. Everybody's all like, they're gonna take our guns, and it's America, so I get it. I'm I'm just as American as anybody else. More, in fact, I would say. But we're not gonna get into that because you know I haven't had to prove that, and I hope I never have to prove that. But in any case. Like, yeah, we're not even talking about taking them away. We're talking about literally having some sort of fucking control on them to keep incidents like this from happening. And then incidents like this happen. And then we talk about it for a quick second and then nothing happens afterwards. Mm. So, you know, we have everybody turning in their guns, collecting them. That's nice. That happened last time. Hey, we turned in our guns because it's like you weren't the fucking problem. Yeah. No offense. Like I and I good. I'm glad you think that doing that, you know. Is helpful and it, and it sends a message because it does. It's just that you having the gun, you with the consciousness to be like, I want to turn this in because there's too many guns around. You weren't the problem in the first place. It is good, though, like, you know, like I said, like in the spirit of Matthew McConaughey's speech, like the support is there. Like somebody wants to support the cause. You know what I mean? They want Which to do, good. Yeah. do well, you know? And you're right. They're probably not the problem. I feel like, though, like a lot of the gun, like the the pushback for, for the whole gun issue is that like some people are afraid to find out that they are the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like... Yeah, like, that's valid. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like because they are. Yeah, but like, I'm sorry. Like, I yeah, I, like, you know, what you need this for? Do you need this? What's your mental health like? Like, I feel like you should be like under like inspection. Like, if you have a gun, like you yeah. should like have to go through like an inspection of like how you keep your guns. That's and what stuff. Japan does. Like, like, I believe it's yearly. Like, they mm. like you want to own a gun? Sure. Okay. All right. There's no reason for you to have ammunition and gun together. We come and check on the gun. I think biannually and you, mm. like regularly, right? To make sure, hey, you didn't decide to have a psychotic breakdown in the next few months. How things been going? You know, things are good at the job. Oh, really? Yeah, my wife left me. Mm, Toshiro, I think we're going to have to take the gun away from him. (laughs) Yes, Jun. We're going to have to take it away from him. Okay, yeah, cool. Glad we had this talk. All right. So, uh, yeah, Mikahara, we decided, yeah, you know, with your wife leaving you, you're just, it's seeming like the potential suicide's there. Not saying you would do that, but we're going to keep it on us until things get better for you, okay? 
and that's kind of how it should work, honestly. Yeah. Because that's how, no, but that's jokes no, aside. That's seriously no, how the Japanese do it. Yeah. They know there's a registry. They know who has the gun, and they check on said gun and person on a regular basis. When it comes to public safety, this country is trash. Trash. Like this country doesn't trash. give a fuck about your own fucking like bodily safety. This country is garbage when it comes. To, this is a fucking trash. like people are having massacres. We don't give a fuck. Fucking pandemic happens. We don't give a fuck. Give a fuck. Like aliens could come down and be like. We don't give a fuck. Like, like it's yeah, just like, yeah. like they over here. <laughs> yeah, like, well, <laughs> who said that I didn't want to get zapped by an alien? Like, it's just like, what the fuck are you talking? June about? Bob, you last week, as you said, if an alien came down, so help me God, I don't want to get zapped by an alien. I'm gonna hit him with my boomstick. The fuck is you talking about? Yeah. Well, no, that's just the liberal agenda talking. It's like Jesus Christ. Like I feel like. If you frame anything as like the liberal agenda, you could really get some shit done. Like you just like, like frame frame whatever the opposite is. Be like, oh yeah, not wearing masks is what all the liberals want us to do. It was like all like, well, fuck that. <laughs> Betty mask up. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought was what them liberals ain't wearing them no more. You know we can't trust them. Right. <laughs> they must have put something in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn it! We can't, we can't, we can't keep making our our like hick Republicans sound. We can't, well, we can't keep making Republicans hick. We got to get a little bit more realistic. Okay, they must have put something in the air. Exactly. Yeah, they're just like put a normal face. <laughs> okay, Viola, I just want you to know we're not wearing these masks anymore. The liberals say the masks aren't good. You know we can't trust them. Put it back on. Put it back on. Fuck you. All right, now let's head to the country club. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're right, Mitch. There's a diverse range of white people yes. who are Republicans. You are yes, very there yes, is. yes. And if we only is. focus on one, and it's and it's funny, we focus on the one that's the least problematic. We we see them at number. Uh, well, I don't I, know about that one. But no, okay. no, no. Hear me out. The okay. Hicks are at, the Hicks aren't the ones we need to worry about. They're the dumb ones. They're the fodder. They're the pawns. It's the ones we don't hear don't about. It's the I ones in the that. offices. Nah, oh really? That, yeah, oh, I believe yeah, that in total. Believe yeah, that in total. That. It's just we're scared because they have guns. That's a good reason. This is with this whole no, conversation. No, no, and I know, I know exactly, <laughs> and that's the whole point of conversation. But like, they're the pawns, and you know, you gave the pawns some guns, and all of a sudden, it's like we focus on that problem, not the dude in office who voted everything in, who they supported in the first place. I have a problem with the idea that like. I feel like there's a very liberal like world view that like poor white people are somehow less culpable for the damage that like conservatives and white supremacy do, does to this country well, because I, I they're like poor that. white people. I wouldn't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I wouldn't say that. But they are the pawns. They're just they're fodder. But there's a lot of them. They have guns. They're always angry, and they're easy to fucking provoke and use. They now are that, easy to provoke, but that like, doesn't make them any less culpable because we're talking white supremacy and the damage they've caused, not like who took a cookie from the cookie jar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like you can't ever take the blame off of anybody. But if we wanted to actually like divide the the blame pie up and see who's really at fault, like we could have that conversation. But okay, it's not like, yeah, be a, what does that mean? 
it's not going to be like nobody at fault. So if we were to like to divvy up the pie and see where the real problem with white supremacy is, though, the focus would be on, you know, the the dumb hick who's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They if they're on the pie, regardless of the damage they could do, they'll be the smaller piece, because unless there's someone there to rally them all together and get things going, usually they're not capable of doing much when you think about it. But I that's mean, just me. Okay. That's just me though. But All you right. can disagree if you want. No, no, no. I think I understand I think I understand where you're coming from. It's like unless they have like some type of organizer. No, like, if there's no with, leadership organization, usually yeah. it just doesn't work out, which is why yeah, they're just not really doing anything. Yeah. Which is why there's like a system of grooming in place, you know, for especially for certain fa- well, I don't want to like bring up the bushes, but like you know, you know. Wait, no. I I feel okay. This is this is what be what my argument against that would be is mm-hmm. that yes. Here's my problem. Okay, let me let me simplify it. When it comes to white supremacy and racism, sometimes I I get a little tired of talking about these topics because it's like we talk about this a lot, but like. And I we're going like, to talk about it more. I feel like for like the sake of understanding, it's important, right? But when it comes to like white supremacy and whiteness, right? I think on one hand, you can observe like there are different elements to it. Like classism is an element that affects whiteness and white supremacy, right? Mm-hmm. However, that's very intra to that group and how people like to describe classism a lot of the time when it pertains to white people or and white supremacy is that the classism involved in whiteness is external and it affects not just the white people within the group of whiteness but also the brown people outside of that group as if classism is a bleed all like as if classism like permeates between whiteness and non-whiteness at the same time (laughs) and just blasted my mic i'm sorry guys in your ears um but like as if it just flows through both places like a sieve and that's not true like white people can be prejudiced against lower class white people but it's not the same thing as when lower class white people hold their prejudices against lower class black people or upper class black people. Like uh, agreed, but I'm not I'm not sure I'm following you right now in terms of the points you're making. So the point I'm making is that when it comes to like organizing, we can say that like the power structure in between white people could be that like, you know, like you, you have like somebody who organizes a, a a movement through money and and power and like changes something systemically through money and power and gets the votes through, you know, the white people who may even share in some of the harm that those policies bring later on. Mm -hmm. However, white people have like in their lower classes have, organized violent uprisings and movements through being 
lower class, like massacring towns like Tulsa and organizing sundown towns and like these now, things. Wait, Logan, can I ask you one mm-hmm. quick thing? Because now, did you tie leadership and like, or did you for? Are you saying like only upper class people can be can be leaders? Because because what you're saying is true, but even in even in the instances of being like poor and white, that doesn't mean you won't find someone capable of leading those people. No, my thing is, I'm actually saying the opposite. Like I'm saying that 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 is true. That like poor whites can lead their own movements and organize and cause harm on their own without the assistance of uh richer whites okay is what i'm saying no like well, that yeah. is yeah, yeah, that yeah. is something that is is possible like what i'm saying is like they can do bad all by themselves like they don't need necessarily somebody to rile them up all the time like it's there's sometimes like we look at racism as a, as a system too much where like it doesn't become an ideology anymore. You know what I mean? Where it just becomes like this mechanical thing that like all we need to do is dismantle the parts of it. And then we start looking at like different parts of white supremacy as like pieces to a puzzle. And if we just remove those pieces, then we won't have racism one day. And that's not necessarily how an ideology works because an ideology is based off of people's beliefs, fears, their ideas, their their wants, their needs, their desires, like things that are completely intangible and inherent to like being a person. You know what I mean? And it doesn't like you can't just you can't dismantle something that's based off of somebody's belief. Like just by being like, well, we're just going to like convince these people or we're going to like remove them from the equation or like, uh, like, or recognize them as like, you know, like you said, like we're going to recognize them as like the cannon fodder of like A, B, and C. Like every army has its cannon fodder, like, but like the people who join up, like if you're just like a lower class in in that army that doesn't make you less a part of that army it doesn't make you less determined or less convicted or or believe less in the cause that you're fighting for you know what i mean there's like like i like a lot of media in the last couple of years has shown where like poor whites fought for the confederacy but they got shafted by like rich whites because like you know rich whites could like they could avoid like being drafted into like the confederacy and they can avoid like sending their sons to war but at the same time they're like funding the war and they're like making sure that the same people have like the supplies to go to war and like you know they're they're, they they have their own contribution at the same time it may not be the same contribution but it's not enough to say like that contribution doesn't matter and like the contribution that poor whites put didn't matter as well you know what I mean? To the point where okay. we like just like say like this is an arbitrary thing, and you and you lack the vision to see how which your that your role is arbitrary in it, and that the people that you uh, fight for don't care about you when the people who they fight for is themselves within the equation. Like they don't necessarily need to fight for Bill Gates. 
they just need to fight for me. I I have the, the belief that what black people ain't shit. And I'm like of the belief that if we free them, then what does that make me? You know mm. what I mean? And that's actually the the there was something interesting, like as watered down as the movie like Lincoln is, like there's something interesting. Like there was a scene where like people from the north were were talking about like I thought the war wasn't about slavery and stuff like that, where like that was the propaganda at the time. And it's like, because they're like, well, I don't really give a fuck if like black people get free. And really I'd, I'd prefer if they didn't, you know what I mean? Because it's still like, there's this idea that like you're superior because of like where you found yourself in society and what you were taught about the people who you are taught that you are superior to. Like that's, that's a that's an idea, <laughs> like you know that's right. like a, that's yeah, like yeah. some deep shit. I feel like I, I'm just like gone. Well, I'm trying. You're making it hard to follow along. Sorry, because I I get in what you're saying, but in in terms of like contrasting to what I was saying, it wasn't where, really where much of a contrast. Because yeah. I or maybe it's just like miscommunication. Because I wouldn't necessarily say that. You know, everybody doesn't have their effect because that wasn't the point mm-hmm. to be said. Because all I was saying is in terms of just because, yeah, and you said it yourself too, like what each piece does may be different. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of what I was really saying. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing I would say when I say like they're kind of just puns. But then you brought it, brought the classism effect into it. And it was like, okay, did you tie leadership and, you know, like, Upper because class when you say together, puns, you know I think that's what it was for me. When and you yeah, say my puns, thing is like yeah. if you're thinking classism when I say puns, you mm-hmm. would only be incorrect because that's that's just not how that works in terms of hierarchy would be would be better technically. But if you wanna if you make the comparison between a hierarchy of classes, you could still do that. But like no, just in terms of like control. Mm. Like we know pawns are controlled by someone and then mm-hmm. We we know chess. We play chess. Pawns, yeah. bishops, rooks, kings, queens, and so it's just that I only meant it in that capacity, like because a leader could be in that rally too, in that fucking poor white. There could be a dude who's smarter than the rest who's just like, or it doesn't even always have to be smarter. Mm-hmm. Could also just be have a stronger will. Like I want to get this done. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I hate him. And while we're going to get this done and nobody else had the will to get pull it off, but that person did. That isn't right. about whether you got money or not. You know what I'm saying? I didn't mean it like that. Right, exactly. It's just knowing which piece. Because for me, like, I'm not ignoring any effect. But if there's a mob and the point is I obviously want to catch the entire mob. But if I can't get the mob and I'm only, get, and I'm only able to, to cast a net to catch a few pieces, my hope is going to be I catch the motherfucker who started and rally them all together in the first place, whose idea it was who spread this. Because I won't be able to get them all. Unless they're all literally on the same level of intent, which isn't usually the case. I'm not saying impossible, mm. but not usually mm, the case. I see what you're so saying, I yeah. only meant it in that capacity, because it's just that, like, you know, we we know we want the person making all this happen, spreading all of this and tying these people back to this ugly thing. We want to take that person out of the equation in hopes that it affects the rest of them to start breaking down so it's easy to get those people. I can only mean it in that capacity. I don't mean it in terms of like 
certain classes being incapable of such things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anyone can be a leader. Mm -hmm. You know what I no, mean? No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. So that's why I'm getting lost by what you're saying. Cause I'm like, in my head the entire time, I was like, I was like, shit, I think he might have mistook something that I said for, for being this. And I was like, that's Definitely, not the way I Because like, it. I think, yeah, I think that's what I hear. I feel like I, I hear those words. I don't think you the meant term it that yeah. literally yeah. The term pawn literally made you like, nah, it's all classism, bitch. No, not that it's all <laughs> classism. <laughs> that like, uh, that just like, it's not insignificant because it's a pawn. No, know? and see, and that was yeah. another thing because I hadn't said, because remember, yeah, sure, in chess, the pawns go first, mm -hmm. but without the pawns, you don't get to play the game in the first place. You don't get to set anything up. You don't get to make those moves. That's not true. You that's that's an important piece. I mean... Yes, Logan. It's it's not about the chess, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, the point is the pieces are, the pieces are there. <laughs> yes, of course. The pieces yeah. are there though because they're important to the game still. Maybe yeah. they're maybe not capable of doing certain things and maybe not the end all be all. I think that's what I'm trying having to say is that like just like you said, like the the pieces are there and they're important to the game is that what a lot of people miss out on is that they're important to the game. Yeah, like they're no, a part, absolutely. They very much play their part and that's the not game. what i was saying yeah and that's not what i was saying okay. at all but yeah. i was just like you know how i break it up mm -hmm. but yeah that's just in turn but that's kind of how i think in terms of if we're talking like warfare in any capacity that's kind of how i think about it because mm -hmm. unless you and like i said it's not impossible because you have you know fucking that that group of 300 spartans with king leonidas like when you run with a group like that that's where it just like take whoever you can because one of them's gonna fall, someone's gonna step into place regardless. Right, right. But not many thing, not many groups are capable like that. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Even Black Panthers aren't necessarily always able to move like that. Different battlefields, of course, different conflict, different things going on in terms of the effects around them. But like, it's very difficult to have it where the entire where an organization or a group of people is in a is in a place where all of them function in the capacity of like being strong type, you know, strong leader type individuals. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just, I don't see it often. No, I give it. I understand exactly what you mean now. Yeah. But back to gun control, because we did veer off for a good while, but back to gun control definitely needs to be a thing. Realistically speaking, like, you know, because we get, it's just funny how we don't even like get background checks going. Like, it's the most basic thing. And, you know, background check, especially in this day and age, isn't even hard that hard to do. How are you going to sell more guns if you, less people can get them because they fail a background check, though? God damn it, little Jimmy. I guess you're right. I guess we'll have to get the background checks then. Yeah. Well, uh, we can at least make it so that you're 21 or up, right, Jimmy? But how are you going to sell more guns if less people can buy them because they're not all 21. God damn it, Jimmy, you're right. I guess we won't be able to raise it to 21. After all, I just gave I just gave Bobby, he's only 16, I just gave him a pistol last week. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I guess, I guess the age thing's out of the loop too. Um, mm. Maybe we could at least keep a registry of, you know, Who's mm -hmm. buying guns and where the guns are at? 
But how are you going to sell more guns if everybody's on a registry and then certain people can't buy a gun because maybe their background isn't the best. And now all of a sudden they have to give their gun back. So now we're refunding guns. God damn it, little Jimmy. Shut up. So we're doing background checks, raising ages. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> but in all seriousness, man, it's just it's really embarrassing because, you know, we're not even talking about taking your guns away. We're talking about making it safe for, you know, the people. No, who may some not people carry. need to get their guns taken away. Some I'm people ta- do. I'm talking about taking your guns away. Well, those people. Yeah. But we got to stop being specific. afraid of that, saying that we going. Yeah. Some of y'all go have to have your guns taken away. Some of y'all not wound up too tight. That's the problem right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's read Which is the true. Room. Which Literally, is true. the problem is some of some you of have guns should just who should not, not have be having guns. guns. Absolutely. This is correct. This can't be denied. And <laughs> like, so, and that's a part of the control, sadly. And yes. some of y'all are gonna have to deal with that. Like, because every single these domestic white terrorists can't keep doing this. I think we had the train shooter was black, and I think that's been one of the few yeah. black domestic terrorists we've had. So this domestic white terrorism, I don't know what's going on. Well, actually, I do know what's going on with y'all. We're not going to get into that. But yes. the problem is- yeah. Go ahead. No. No. No, man. People should be getting checked. If you own a gun, mm-hmm. you should be going through regular mental checks right? on a regular basis. And right. if it's not showing up in a system that you've been doing that, someone comes to your home and takes your weapon away. Because you're not following protocol to keep the people around you safe. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you want to own a gun? Okay, we need to know exactly where you live, where the gun's going to be, and then we're checking on that gun on a monthly basis. If it's not there, you should go to jail. If you're not where you said that gun's supposed to be, you should go to jail. Where's the gun? Oh, it's not. Okay, you sure you don't know where it is? You don't want to tell us? All right, cool. You go to jail. Put an APB out on the gun. Where is it? We need to find it. For real, for real. These are real simple things that, I'm not going to lie, they could take some resources. But, you know, if there's anything I wouldn't mind my taxes going to, because the fact is, I live in America. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not trying. It's it's America. There's too many weapons floating around for me to honestly feel comfortable in a certain place if without a firearm. That's just me. I'm not asking you to agree. I think about like all the you know time, like if somebody's about to light something up. Bro, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, this is America. Fortunately, I wouldn't like it this way, and I hope the future will be different, of course. Mm. But like for right now, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Nonetheless, nonetheless... Mm-hmm. There needs to be strict regulation in terms of gun control. And if I had to commit my tax money to anything, that'd be one of the things I'd be more than willing to commit it to. Right. Like as a as a New York City resident, living in New York City, paying the taxes that I pay, if that somehow helped improved gun regulation and control and like fucking, I don't know. Texas, we'll just say Valdi, Texas, because why the hell not, right? Mm-hmm. That would be wonderful. Because remember that ninety billion to Ukraine we talked about last week or whenever? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No offense, but 
the resources that I'm sad have gone over there should have been going to something like this. Not all of them, because once again, like I said, I still want Ukraine to you know come out on top. But nonetheless, this is the point. It's like America. You have the funds to do this. You have all this military budget. You can't take a little bit of that budget to make sure we reinforce and enforce fucking gun control in a country where this always happens, yet we su- were surprised that it happened. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But enough said, man. There is there is no debate to be had on the subject. You the funniest part to me about the whole debate is that like the people who debate like against like gun control sound like people who shouldn't have a gun. Like they <laughs> like they immediately sound yeah, like, like uh they're like they because like I understand the Second Amendment just fine, but they're just like it well they start with like all the conspiracy theories and then they say like what if the government takes over? You're gonna need a gun then. And it's just like what if the government takes over the land that the government already owns? That that with the guns that already outnumber all of ours? Which government? Are you talking about another government? Like is <laughs> are we gonna be invaded? Like they already own all this shit. That's why you pay taxes to them. Like they don't pay, like <laughs> like it don't go the other way around. I know you get your little refund check, but like no, 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 which has gotten smaller every year. Yeah, like every decade. They, they already own. They don't need to take it. They got it. Yeah. So All what are it. you talking about? Like you, 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 the first one. Like anybody who talks like that is just like it should be like invasion of the body signs. Like, oh, like it should be like that. The guy <laughs> <laughs> get his gun right there. Like he's he's not fit. Like don't him. Right there, get him. Right, because it just—it's just like you don't sound right. You no, yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah, like lock him up. You're not saying, or at least take the gun out of his hand. You're not making sense, and then you—it's a lot of people's fault for arguing people like that. Like they're making sense. Be like, yeah. no, like you know, having good arguments and stuff. It's like no, like I want to see next time you guys have to argue with somebody like this. What I want to see in the comment section is y'all go under the comment and be like, you sound like the motherfucker who shouldn't have the gun. Like, just say that to them. Start there. And then see how the conversation go on. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. Yes. Yes. Say you, sir, sound like the person who shouldn't have a gun. You sound exactly like him. And And at the least, we're going to piss off an asshole who deserves it. Yes. Definitely. It's great. Like, that, you know, this is, is a win-win. I should... see this as a complete <laughs> and total <you>. win. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> we can't just keep arguing with people in yeah, good faith with, yeah, when man. they're like arguing in comment sections under like videos of like reporting about massacres, whether it be children or, or, or black people or whoever. It's just a fucking like you imagine the, the mental illness it takes. And not even like trying to be like ableist against people who are mentally ill, because I'm not wound up too tight myself. But like just like the 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 amount of like sickness it takes to go to a video that's reporting on a massacre for children and being like, nope, not gonna take mine. It's just like, are you serious? Like what what is it the all right, anyways. Right. Right. I'm just I just like 
That's that's what I think. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we've been getting to some places. I mean, but you know, listen, let's talk about um, you wanted to talk about the expectations of women to marry. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, isn't that a little bit nicer than you know, yeah, gun control and all that? Okay, but no, it's just uh, you know, so. The reason I got on the topic is because Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan didn't get married and everybody expected her to say yes. Now, uh, this isn't to speak in terms of in terms of Lori. I know, which is why. But, you know, this isn't to speak against Lori Harvey because she's known for just, you know, dating having a around a lot and like (laughs) doing her own thing and all this. Um, I don't know why she she wants to do that, but that's none of my business regardless, which is my point. Well, it's not that I think there's anything wrong with that, but people, it's like people make her out to be like, I guess, someone who would be like calm and wanting to settle mm. down. And I'm like, I don't understand how y'all, why y'all think of this woman in that, that capacity. Yeah. It's, it's the only thing I think I want to say, you know, cause, cause to me, you know, she's, she's Steve Harvey's daughter. She's pretty. I, I personally don't get the hype. I think she's a beautiful girl. I think the worst thing about her is that she's Steve Harvey's daughter. Like, <laughs> I feel like, to be I honest like... with you, I don't get it. But nonetheless, <laughs> but and so this is. I only preface with this so that so that no one thinks I'm like biased and like, oh, I have some a thing for Lori Harvey or mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to defend her because you know, I actually think like I I just don't understand what the hype is about. But mm. the fact that people would. Somehow expect that just because Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, must be a great dude, was dating her for a year, which, mind you, to me is too short to ask somebody to marry you in the first place. But nonetheless, the fact that Michael B. Jordan walked up, asked her to ask her to marry him, she said no, and it put people in an uproar. Had me just like, yo, wait, did you stop video? being sexist? Nah, nothing like that. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, I'm I imagine, say, but it's like could... Michael B. Jordan on video. Yo, damn, like, wouldn't that be yo. some shit? Yo, everybody be extra mad, but it'd be a shame. It'd be a real big fucking shame legend, if anybody though. was mad. Yeah, she, she would be yeah. a little bit. She kind of already is. She's dated like everybody. Everybody in Hollywood, like she's Pete, like Diddy, the female Future. Pete Davidson. Pete, Pete's dated everybody. Pete Davidson dates everybody. Oh, I didn't know that. He's dated. Oh yeah, like, Ariana Grande. Right, I forget that. He's sometimes. dated Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. Right. I feel like he dated Jessica Biel or some shit at one point. Oh, really? Good for I him. I think so. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I remember it was like like another like white woman like that. It was just like, I was like, you dated Pete Davidson too? Like, <laughs> like God damn, this dude don't stop. Like, Jesus okay. Christ. Okay, stop, stop, stop. It's not about Pete Davidson. It's, right, about, right. it's about America and the sexism. Okay, so what Lori Harvey said no to marrying Michael B. Jordan after being with him for a year. What's wrong with that? So what, he's Michael B. Jordan. Why is it such a big deal she's not wanting to marry him or not going to? Oh, is she losing out is what you're saying. Is Michael B. Jordan a catch like that in the spirit of sexism? In terms of Hollywood, to them, yes. He's all right. He kind of got a big head. Okay, how you feel about your attraction to him is is in my business or what I want to talk about right now. <laughs> the point is, the point is, is a very traditionalist, honestly disgusting way of thinking about women. It's like she's only with him a year, 
and obviously did not want to marry him. What more mm-hmm. is there to this conversation is is my problem. I don't even know why it has me so mad. You know really. why I asked about the Michael B. Jordan, though, is because, like, the, the framing, like, what you're saying, like, mm-hmm. the framing of it is, like, he's the catch in the scenario. Be, yeah, well, the, in one sense, yes. You know I know, I mean? I know because, that's why you like, said that. And that, yeah, that yeah. was the truth. Yeah, because it is like that. That's the thing. It's like she said no. He wanted her. She said no. But he's the catch. So this is the problem. Because I feel like they equally both ain't shit. So it's like, like yeah, and kinda. they both equally have their same like they're like they're on like you could see why they would be together like tr- attraction wise. You know what I mean? Like attractiveness. Like so it's In like term, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like it makes sense. They're both pretty people, and like you know, I get it, right? But it's like. To like single one of them, just one of them Bro. out, and be like, she's "Why the did evil you one marry now. this one?" It's yeah. just like it seems so weird. That's it's, weird. Bro, it's like where the <laughs> what is this? Row the fucking fifties, but <laughs> like, right? Like it's kind of how it, and that's maybe that's why it bothers me because it's it's really kind of like archaic. Bro, the fuck? She said mm. no. They were dating a year. Why did this even concern you? Why was this even news? Why did he ask to marry her after a year? I don't know. That's my. I mean, I get trying well. to lock her down because, like, because yeah, she's yeah. Mama is a Rolling Stone. Like, she like, do what the fuck she want, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> but after a year, my dude, but you would have like, ruined everything. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a desperate play, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't be out here, fucking. Hey, listen, I, I like Michael B. Jordan. Don't get it twisted. Don't be out here talking dirt on a man's name. I'm just saying, because like I mean, to be honest with you, though, look, I just think that's who he is. Like, he was really feeling with her. He was in love. I mean, he's made now. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's an A-list Hollywood actor. He's probably thinking, oh, I've been with her a year. Like, I'm asking her to marry me. I'm Michael B. Jordan. Didn't turn out well for him, but that's probably that may have been what he was thinking. It seems like a desperate play. If I was her, I would think this is a like really this is what you got. Like this seems nah, like a I desperate honestly play. think she said she said no. She would say no regardless. You think she would say no regardless? In ter- well, in terms of only dating a year and being asked to get married, yeah, I, I think she said no regardless. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but no, it's it's it was just I don't know why it like stuck with me, but I was just mm. like they've been dating a year. And then the reason I was like, let's bring it in to, you know, expectations on women. This is 2022. The fact mm. that to be honest, the fact that we still think think in terms of women and their biological clocks for children is really gross. Honestly. That's like fucked up. I don't care if we were going I don't mm. care if we were going through an extinction. Like, hey, we need you. Like, nah, you don't. Nah. Oh, oh, it's still her body, her choice. We're all going to die. And if she don't want to help us live, that's her choice. I think she <laughs> fucked up too. But like, that is what it is. It's, fuck so, is wrong with you? I was talking about abortion with somebody and they said um, that, you know, they were on the, they were like pro-life, not, not pro-life, uh, pro-choice, pro-choice, sorry. They were like pro-choice, right? And they were like saying that, like, you know, they believe that like people should have the right to have an abortion, have a right to choose, but also that like, you know, they see the value in life and that like, you know, obviously if everybody got an abortion, that would be really bad for everybody. And I was was like, was it? Would it it be? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Eh, maybe, maybe not. That's so, that's so sapiocentric of you. No, I'm just like, you know. No, I'm talking about them. Like, yeah, that's like, so yeah. sapiocentric. <laughs> like, what happens to the world? 
It might die, but think nothing. about the Earth, though. Nothing, nothing happens. The Earth is Earth is fine. Think about everything else, right? You know what I mean? That's why it's funny because it really is. But it's like, yeah, man, it's you can't. It's it's twenty twenty two. Woman says she doesn't want to marry a man, or you know, if anyone says they don't want to marry whoever, guess what? Shut the fuck up and move on with your goddamn lives, please. <laughs> That yeah, that's just it's it's really like, weird. Are y'all twelve? It's weird. This is straightforward. I can't stand it. Sometimes they're not even bro. like royalty or anything. They just people. Like, Michael B. Jordan was like a B-list actor like five years ago. Yep, worked his way up to the top. <sighs> I get it. He's inspirational. I'm just saying, like he's got a big head, and it doesn't make sense. I'm talking about his like, head. We love him. We right. love him. Do y'all because like I remember not too long ago people was getting on him because they thought he, he liked white women, so <laughs> which to me is 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 so funny. <laughs> because it's, he was it's really it's he really never even up. went out with a white woman. He was just at a party with some and like took some pictures and like it's like, oh, I knew this about you. Like I always knew <laughs> like I knew you was like that with them white girls. And he probably does like white girls, but it doesn't matter. Like that's Yo, all. That's all I really him, wanted to say. Now y'all got him dating Lori Harvey, getting his little heart broke. I'm saying, he should, man, you he know, shouldn't be out there with Lori Harvey. No, he shouldn't have been out there with Lori Harvey, bro. He should have known better. But <laughs> he should have known better. But like hanging with him. killers. Like... I'm saying, yo, she a killer, yo. She a pretty little killer thing, man. She, know. she, yeah, she's not for play. No, she is for play. No, she's not for play. No, she's not permanent, but she is for play. I mean, I understand what you're trying to say, but like that's you're gonna get your heart hurt just like being like, oh, I'm gonna like I wouldn't do that. Like she's You can't save them all, Sonny. You can't save them all. When she dated P. Diddy, I didn't even get it. Damn, she dated P. Diddy too? I still don't get it. I don't get I don't get Lori Harvey and the That's gross. Let like, me tell yeah. you why. All y'all fucking Steve Harvey's DNA right now. And not and you really not thinking about it, like this is weird. Bro. That's the weirdest part. I cannot have sex with somebody who is related to Steve Harvey and not think about Steve Harvey. I know. But plenty of people are. That's crazy. Yeah, it's life. Because what are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? You take Lori Harvey out, right? Share a cab. She goes, you get to her place, hop out, say you had a nice night. She said, yeah, you want to come up for some like tea or coffee or whatever? You say, all right, I, I, I can... I can come up for a little something, but I got I to gotta go. I got work in the morning. And she said, okay, never mind. Like, bet. I won't keep you too long, right? You go up. There's no coffee. It's just you, her, kissing, right? Getting steamy, right? You guys have, like, the best sex of your life ever, right? You in bed. Smoke a little something. Then she reaches for the remote. Turns on Family Feud. What the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do? Huh? 
What the hell are you gonna do? You're so stupid. (laughs) You're so stupid. Oh man, real shit though, bro. (laughs) Now you're just sitting in the bed with Steve Harvey's daughter while he's laughing with his big mouth at you through the screen. Why you? (laughs) Probably telling you. Probably telling you to avoid women like his daughter. Funny enough. Bro, ain't that some shit, bro? What, look you're at the so, world we live in, bro. You're so trifling, bro. Look at the world, but I mean, like, think about it. When I think about when I think about talks that I've heard from Steve Harvey, it's funny. It's just really funny. But it's not about her. It's not about her. It's not about him. It's about society <laughs> you're right. and truth. You're right. Because, like, stop putting those expectations on women, man. They don't no, owe us anything. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and it's always been them owing us something. And they don't owe us anything. The crazy thing is, is like if you want to get married, you can find a woman that wants to get married. Like you it's can. not there's no shortage of it out here. At and if all. you want to like, you know, if you want to just fool around, there are in great supply women who are completely non-committal, who not looking for that, but just want to fool around with you too. Like that these things are mad available available. What the like the problem is just like what Mitch is saying is that like it's just we like especially like men especially yeah, especially have to force a situation to be the way they want it to be. And literally would rather seek out a situation where a woman does not want to do the thing that they want to do to force her to do that thing. So their ego feels satisfied. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. That's crazy. And it takes us forever to get to a point to even see that in ourselves. I can speak for myself personally. Mm. It took me forever to even... I could understand it academically and logically. Emotionally wasn't as capable. And emotionally thinking about it wasn't even there. Men are literally conditioned and taught to date in that manner anyways, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Like, it is weird. It is like, and you you do have to mature and you do have to grow up to be like, I want to just find somebody who's like into the same shit I'm into and just wants what I want. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to find somebody and then mold them into the person that I want them to be. Like that's uh, that's first of all it's stupid and it's mad work and you shouldn't do it but like just wanting somebody like if you're into beyblades and you're 40 like find somebody else who's 40 and also into beyblades you know what i mean like that's available you like going to the zoo you find somebody who likes going to the zoo with you too you know what i mean you you don't take the person who hates animals and be like nah she's gonna love the zoo like (laughs) 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 like listen to yourself that doesn't make any sense and it's just like this this idea that like we should like just like mitch is saying like you're gonna force a woman to get married like that's why i said it's a desperate play you know what I mean? Because you know damn well Lori Harvey ain't marrying nobody. And like the only reason you asked Lori Harvey to marry you is because you don't want her. Nobody to, else has but, Yeah, you don't want nobody else to fucking have her. And like she's Lori Harvey. You don't think she's smart enough to figure that shit out? And of course she said no to your ass. Man. <laughs> I, I get mad at dudes that don't have no game. I, have, I really get mad. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because that's crazy. How you, Michael B. Jordan, you you not hip to the game. You knew that shit wasn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> what if you didn't? What if you didn't? Then he he's a fool. He He's worse than I thought he was. Golly. You know how much game you don't have then? Maybe it's not a game to him. Whatever. It's not a game to fucking Killmonger. That's why he put his hair like that in the movie. It's not a game. That dude look like whatever. Anyways, um, last topic. I wanted to talk about why you shouldn't compare yourself to others. And I want. I just wanted to have like a short conversation about this because we got to get out of here soon. But like, um, I don't know. I've been consuming mm. a lot of media lately about growing older basically and like mm-hmm. what your own life journey is basically and what i was thinking about is like how like it's easy to like compare ourselves and our situations to other people but at the same time it's so fruitless because like me mitch mm-hmm. I can compare myself to like I can compare myself to Michael B. Jordan, right? And like he's accomplished, and he he stars in movies. He makes his own movies now, you know. Like he's making another Rocky movie or whatever, and which that does look like it's gonna be good. Like it's got like Jonathan Majors in it, and Jonathan Majors looks like he's gonna fuck him up, basically. Oh, Jonathan Majors is in that. Yeah, this picture. And he is like, he putting on the weight? Oh, he's got so much. Well, weight he's on a, him. he has a great. And physique, he's gonna be right? like Kane the Conqueror because like I'm like, dang, you gonna be My, Jonathan Majors is like, an amazing met. actor, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. I like Jonathan Majors, but I don't. What he annoys I, me. His, I cannot his, say the same. His though. acting annoys me because cannot, he does. I could not say he does such a, lot a thing of the, at all. Like he does a lot of the slave acting. Like you know, it's not he doesn't play slave characters, but he's doing a lot of the like. He's just like I don't know. It's, it's, it's rude it. to me that you can't let a person's face be their face. But if it's, that's how you feel about it, that's how you feel about it. I hate you. Sorry. Uh, hey, he who, does wait. do that though. Who's with his a professional face? actor he here? He does that with his face. So I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying. You but don't have to do that. Feel, Hopefully, he doesn't do that in the new Rocky movie. But you don't have to, like, you know, do the whole like. He he do poke his lips out a little bit. He got big lips, but he poke it out even even more, like than it needs to be, like. And then he starts crying like every. I'm not having this conversation like, with you. Stop. You're fine, Jonathan Major. Never changed, Steve. Anyways. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was crying in Loki. Like, he always tears up. Like, why? What are you crying for? Not even on no, no toxic shit. Just like, why are you crying? Does the scene call for this? I think you're doing great, John. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, no, no. Like, like I said, I could compare my life to his and everything. But like, the weird thing about comparing your life to somebody else's life is that, like, Michael B. Jordan could die tomorrow. He could. Like, let's Knock say me and him doesn't. were the same age. Like, if we were the same age and he just fell off the face of the earth and I'm just sitting around comparing myself to this person who no longer exists, what is the point? Well, I think people... 
compare themselves to others, I think the most basic reason is because there's something in the other person that they're seeing that they may not be seeing in themselves. And, you know, it's in our nature anyway as humans to, like, imitate kind of what we're seeing around us in one mm. in one sense or what we're taking in. And so as we grow older, we get to a point where maybe we feel like either we're stuck or this is this is it. This is the default anyway, unless I make some sort of change. Right. And then you're you and your default may look at someone else and be like, whoa, why aren't I like that? Why aren't I doing that? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you just kind of suck. Like, yo, if you see that, if you interact with that person a lot too, you're just doing that. And that's why I think why like that might happen. And then now in this day and age, you know, you kind of have these models presented to you in terms of like, what you're supposed to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. in a sense, like, there's an image you're supposed to, you know, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it in a stupid way because, you know. No, no, you didn't, actually. You said it well. Well, I'm, I'm high, so I can't tell. So, anyway, I can't tell something. <laughs> like, I just hit the J2. I was like, all right, let me just hit that for no reason. And um, Man, it's high and he's eating a cookie right now. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love this for you. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. But, you know, but now with the addition of, of that, like you being sold an image of how you're supposed to be, and then you'll see people who may be closer to that image than you. And maybe that's what you're wanting. And now all of a sudden you're comparing like that as well. Mm-hmm. It's strange. Human beings is, are, are weird. We do weird things. Right. And one of them is that. But like at its base, like I said, I think it's, you know, people are seeing in someone else something they don't have. And then that's when we get into envy and jealousy. There's a pathway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's just that I don't want to say it's not worth it, but because that seems so cliche. It's just that the problem is that like you can't ever live somebody else's life. And then to always be looking at somebody else's life, you're missing out on your own. And mm-hmm. because you're missing out on your own, like a lot of people, I think you feel like your life is more, it should be another way because you're living it every day. And that feeling is completely natural because that's the feeling that's supposed to propel you to do better or to make better of yourself, you know, or to like change course or like to do something ambitious, you know. But that's not the feeling. But a lot of people channel that channel that energy into, like you're saying, like envy, into looking into other people's conditions and stuff. Looking like instead of inwardly looking outwardly at like everybody else and what everybody else is doing, you know. Yeah. And so absolutely. it's like we have to get to a point where we realize that you know. We only you only really get one real shot here, and I know that makes everything sound a little more high stakes. But at the same time, it's like it is, is, but it isn't. It's like you could just live your life. You know what I mean? Like if you don't like your life, you can. You have the power to change it. Like you have the power to do what you need to do to change it. You know. If you feel like 
you don't, you should ask for help. Like there's things that we can do for ourselves that to get us to where we need to be. But like to always be constantly like comparing comparing yourself to somebody else, that's just you're never ever gonna be happy because even if you get everything that they have, you're just gonna be in a room full of another person's shit. Mm-hmm. Like, where's yours? Like, I know you bought it, but is it yours? You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Yeah. One of the biggest things I was going to say is like, and a, and a little bit to your point, mm-hmm. is that it is the other reason why you shouldn't do it. Or no, the reason that you shouldn't do it, I don't think we talked about the first one, but is that it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Time is is one of your most, if not your most precious resource. You can't get it back. Right. And now you're trying to decide what you do with your life and who you should be. And you're focusing precious mental and physical energy focusing on someone else instead of yourself mm-hmm. to achieve what you're wanting for you. Yeah. It's literally just a waste of time, even even bigger, more so a reason to just not do it. There's no need for it. You know, fuck being sold an image by someone else of what you need to be or what you need in life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's not what you want, why does it matter to you? Right. I think that's a good place to leave it. Um, let's get out of here. Okay. Uh, Mitch, do you have anything you want to say to the people before we go? Happy Pride Month. Shout out to the lesbians and the gays and the bisexuals and the transgenders and the queer and the intersex and the asexual. Enjoy your pride. We love you all. Love is love. Let's add some gun control to the mix and have people get a little bit more secure at themselves. Mm. Um, leave uh, Lori Harvey alone. And when I say leave Lori Harvey alone, I mean, if you not ready to be her future ex-boyfriend at some point, leave Lori Harvey <laughs> alone. Leave her alone because she's not there forever. She's not there for the forever. She's there for the right now we right now we having a good time right now we're gonna have these drinks right now we're gonna have a little sex right now i'm gonna turn on family feud to make you uncomfortable that's what Lori harvey is there (laughs) to be (laughs) that's what she's for that's what she's for she's not there from you know what happened is she turned on family feud and like michael b jordan was like i love this show like (laughs) Yeah, man, I've been watching your dad ever since he started. <laughs> this is a sick Negro. Like, just like... <laughs> I hate when you do that. Shit. Your voice combined with that phrase just shouldn't happen, bro. <laughs> the brother's sick. 
Nah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah. Stop dating um, women. Stop dating women that y'all can't handle and like trying yeah, to turn them into something else. No, they're, they're not. That's not what they're there for. Stop doing that. Like, find the person. You want to get married? Go find the woman that wants to get married. They're everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere, Michael. Um, <laughs> oh my god, you knew damn well. I'm so t- I'm so tired of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> like just like just like because first of all, when you told me this story that you was going to talk tell me about, like talk about on the show, I didn't even like know they were dating. For one, I was like, she was dating who? Like I was like. Because I, because my first reaction was is wrong of me, especially in my position. But it was wrong of me because I was like, you used to told me that like he was dating Lori Harvey. I'm like, don't he like white girls? Like that was in my head. Like that was, that was in my head. As somebody who is dating somebody who is white, like I was like, don't he like white girls? Like, and so. <laughs> Logan, you're supposed to be ending the episode. You're right. I know this. Get out here before I get in more trouble. Um, it's funny. You get high, but I have the high behavior. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, next time, and please, rem- re- re- if you didn't take anything away from this show, please take away the fact that, like, these psychopaths that you arguing with online with are the people that we are talking about should that should not have guns like uh stop saying that we're not here to take away anybody's guns we are here to take away people's guns just like if we could have taken away the uvalde's shooters guns we would have taken away his guns we should be taking people's guns away obviously there are people out there that cannot handle the power and the responsibility of having a gun so, so they shouldn't have them. So they shouldn't have them. And if they have them, we need to take them. Okay? Let's stop. Let's stop the the let's just stop. Really. Let's let's stop the the madness already. Like stop acting like we need to have a civil debate about something that's not civil. Like that's why I don't understand. I don't like having these weird conversations about shit and nobody's really saying what the shit is. Nobody's really talking about what needs to be talked about we just want to like we're it's not even about being polite you're just acting like you're polite and you're not being polite it's like dude starts rambling about how the government's going to take his shit and he needs a gun so he can like kill 15 cops to make sure that that doesn't happen that's probably somebody you need to put on a watch list somewhere like i'm saying anyways um as always, if you like the show, share the show. That's, yeah. a, that's a weird place to be right after that speech. If you like the show, share the show. Um, uh, I don't I have much to say. I, I love you guys. Happy Pride Month. Uh, I love uh, just all the people that support the show and like the new people that find the show and like think this is this is the thing, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. we are. Thing. Thank you, Mitch. Um, Mitch, say bye to the people. I won't say goodbye because I will see you again.
That's that's nice. Hopeful and nice. Um <laughs> I really do need to get out of here. All right. I this is episode 54 of the Milk and Toast Podcast. I've been your host, Logan, and we're out. Bye. Woo!